You're listening to Helmets and Heels, built by DreamFinders Homes. Presented by Underwood Jewelers and American Window Products. On 1010XL, 92.5 FM. Welcome back to Helmets and Heels, built by DreamFinders Homes. It's a Tuesday night, so that means you know who you're listening to from 7 to 9 o'clock. And right now, we're going to welcome in someone who also likes to talk sports. We are going to talk to Gat, founder of Sprats Takes and co-host of a Kansas City women's sports talk show. Hello, Gat. Welcome in. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks so much for joining us. So tell me, what has been the most challenging thing so far in starting the show? Probably the most challenging is growing a market for women talking about sports. It hasn't been done before in the Kansas City area, but uh, luckily ESP in Kansas City took a chance on our small podcast that started in my dining room uh, that had terrible acoustics, and I still don't know what I'm doing with audio half the time, but luckily they do, so that part was definitely taken care of, Uh, but really just kind of convincing people that this is something that we need in the Kansas City area has been a challenge. Yeah, talk about the naming of the show. How did it come about? Well, I feel like you guys are pretty familiar with the hot takes on Twitter that revolve. I mean, especially Jaguars Twitter. Mm-hmm. Good Lord, you guys have some serious <laughs> dedication of fans to just scream about everything they do. Um, so we kind of feel the same way about Kansas City sports. Uh, we've always had passionate fans that were calling to uh, fire Ned Yost before he won the World Series. Um, and was adam- they were all adamant about that up until 2014 when we actually got to the World Series. But it's like just these little things where people just rant and rave about sports, they sometimes spell it wrong. Um, they'll they'll say sprots instead. Or it can be used as a term uh, from people that don't really like sports. They just call it sprots because they want to pretend like they're too cool for sports. Uh, we like to kind of think of it as a combination of hot takes, um, good time, and just really the lighter side of sports. Gat is Blythe, so welcome into the show. Glad to have you on. I, Thanks we, for having me. We've talked prior about women working in sports, and, and while I, I think that the industry has come a long way, what do you think is the biggest issue facing women working in sports media? Probably just our overall um, image and being taken seriously no matter what we look like. Um, as someone with purple hair and a love for uh, dressing up in Zubas. I mean, I, I consider dressing up when I got a clean pair of Zubas on. Um, you know, I occasionally have to go to these fancy things where I have to wear a dress and everything else. But uh, no matter what you wear, no matter what you look like, no matter, um, you know, what nationality, orientation, whatever you are as a female, you're going to get judged on your appearance. And it's, it's unfortunate, but that's the, the way life is. And, you know, we're not just sideline reporters. We're people that actually have um, opinions and valid valid thoughts on all things sports. And I think being young and being in sports media has taught me a lot about um, credibility. And a lot of men that I've encountered luckily take me seriously no matter what, because apparently I'm intimidating or something. Um, But, you know, I've had girls that'll be like, you know, I wore a dress that was low cut and the entire night that I was at this event or when I was working, you know, men were sitting there talking to me like I was an object instead of taking me seriously. So we shouldn't have to change who we are and our appearance and everything else just to fit a certain mold. Um, you know, I've, I've been really lucky throughout my career, my very short career in sports media to have a lot of great uh, male and female mentors that have helped me along the way and kind of guided me along, you know, the lines of, of how to be taken a little bit more seriously. And it, 
has nothing to do with image. It has to do with your, your opinions and, and truly being yourself as much as possible. And that'll just shine through. Speaking of, you know, sort of running your, your own career and, and taking those next steps, how do you think running a, a sports website has helped your career? I think if anything, we've been consistently sticking with this concept um, for three years now. And it it started out with myself and my co-founder, who's no longer with us, but uh, has has truly grown into a movement of sorts. I have an intern, which I never thought I was going to have. I mean, I started this almost as a joke because they were like, listen to the hot takes from these sprouts loving women. And I'm sitting here like, what? I mean, it was Twitter who helped brand this whole sprouts takes thing. And we just realized there's a serious lack of women in sports media in Kansas City. So we were like, yeah, let's do a podcast. Let's see what happens. And I just kind of ran with it because it was an idea that I actually believed in and actually loved. And when you're passionate about something, it's going to show with your work. And uh, we're not always just the hot takes and everything else. We do a lot of work in the community, which I think is important to be well-rounded. So, um, you know, it's just been a labor of love almost because, yeah, we just started from my dining room, like I said, and it's just grown from there. You said you focus on the lighter side of sports. What have been some of your favorite topics that you've discussed? Probably how I don't understand why visors are a thing. Um, (laughs) Visors really infuriate me because I'm like, are you, I mean, women, I get it kind of, but like, because they're trying to have their ponytail and stuff up. I don't know. But men, it's like, if you have a full head of hair, you just can't contain it. Then don't wear a hat, just wear sunglasses. Like, I don't understand. Um, I'm adamantly trying to stop grown men from wearing visors. Obviously, kids, you can't stop that. They don't always dress themselves. Uh, they don't know any better. But grown men, you got to stop. So Ian Poulter must infuriate you. Yeah, really, uh, Bob Stoops is my main target. That guy is annoying, and I hate his visor. Did Steve Spurrier bother you back in the day then? Uh, Steve Spurrier is kind of a legend in his own, so he kind of like, he says that he didn't start it. He says Lombardi actually started it, but there's only one picture of Vince Lombardi in like a paper visor from way back in the day. It's black and white. Like, I don't think Vince Lombardi started this, Spurrier. I think it was you, and you just don't want to take credit for this. Well, you are intimidating. I have to say, I love your website. I love how you introduce um, the crew, and especially at the bottom, meet the intern. Um, yep, but yeah, you're they're purple... not people, they're interns. <laughs> Girl, you are rocking the purple hair. I love it. I absolutely love it. So tell us how um, the reaction has been so far for you. Well, I mean, you guys kind of got roped into it a little bit on Twitter. Uh, yeah, um, I saw that. <laughs> one of your guys' followers was like, well, I like this concept because of helmet and heels. I'm like, that's awesome. Helmets and heels, perfect. I know exactly all about them. Um, and I was really pumped that they brought you guys into the discussion because then you got to see the insane thread of men saying that our show is sexist. And I'm like, guys, the one point that I, the, the one point of logic, and I know how people hate logic and facts. I know I certainly do. Uh, <laughs> you guys have 167 hours a week of your own. We're just asking for one. <laughs> one hour once a week. That's it. That's all. Well, don't worry. Those are the same guys that were suing and angry about the one showing of Wonder Woman for females. So well, they can, which they can is have a that. beautiful concept. I'm like, you right. guys, we met the uh, we met a board member of the Hope House, which is a domestic violence charity here in Kansas City. And the screening that's actually going on right now is uh, benefiting them. So they're raising money for a good cause. But yet these people still wanted to get mad about it. It was it was mind blowing. And, and that sort of, there was one gentleman in particular that I, I did a little bit of back and forth with, and he said yeah. that a woman-only sports show is, is sexist, and that sort of 
was an inspiration for our Twitter poll for tonight. Do, do you think that an all women's sports show is is by nature sexist, or is it is it like the good kind of sexist? I guess if there's a good kind. I know, and it's such like a, you don't want to say it's a good kind of sexist, because it's like, oh gosh, like, is there even a good kind? Um, I noticed your poll, I actually voted in it, of course, I said no. Nice. Um, <laughs> i got to back myself up here, I'm like, i got to be right, you know? But I noticed the overwhelming majority said, no, it's not sexist, because the way I look at it, it's not sexist to have an all-female show, because there shouldn't have to be an all-female show. There should just be natural incorporation of women in sports media, and in sports radio especially. You know, Kansas City is notorious for having an old boys club of sports radio hosts. And the problem is that I have with Kansas city is that there was an opportunity multiple times to come to me by other stations besides the in Kansas city to hire me and do like even a sports segment, you know, but um, I continued on. I didn't let that bother me. We continued with our podcasts, our, our blogs and everything else and tried to come up with all these new ways to market ourselves. And it just fit in where ESPN Kansas city took notice. They were going around to meetings um, around here in Kansas City, and they're meeting with female business owners, and they're like, why don't you have any women on air? And they were sent to me to talk to me, and I'm like, that's one, terrifying, but two, it really says a lot about what we're doing because we're memorable enough because we're we're the only female. So if I'm going to call Kansas City Sports Radio out, do better. Like, if you guys want more, you know, women and make it, you know, not a technically sexist thing, um, hire more women. Have more women as producers, as audio engineers as talent i mean just have more women in sports radio in general and then it want to be such a, a history groundbreaking thing if you want to you know make it so that this isn't a sexist show or it doesn't seem sexist then just do better and hire more women joined in now with gat from sprouts takes and host of the only kansas city sports talk show for women or or by women i guess i should say and and I want to speak to like the larger scope of how women work in sports. It more, it, it more or less seems like they, they're put into a news position rather than an, an opinion position. And, and with our show and with your show, it, it's, it's definitely bringing the heat with opinions. How do you think that women can bring the sports opinion or, or change that sports opinion landscape? Really by doing exactly what you're doing, you know, every single time you guys do your show and what I'm doing and by just being outspoken and not taking um, the, well, we already have, you know, female opinions covered, sideline stuff. Like, we don't really need you guys. The thing is that bothers me the most about these, like, sports TV shows. I mean, it's just because we've all sat around and watched the first take style. It's just the debate and yelling and arguing and everything else. Why is it that men just have to yell over each other like that when, you know, the majority of female talk shows that I listen to that are about sports have been a pretty reasonable debate style without the yelling, which is simply having a conversation. And that's what to me sports radio should be is a conversation that's natural. That's not forced. That's not like, okay, MJ LeBron, you have to pick one and you have to disagree with the other and just fight each other ready to go. And we get into the position where we're moderators, you know, where we're in the in-between and the people that, you know, kind of keep, uh, keep the calm, uh, you know, just keep the tensions away. But I'm like, why should we have to do that? Why can't we join in the argument if we think they're wrong? So Really, just uh, just be outspoken as much as you can. Podcasting is a great way to go. Um, that's how we started, and that's how we got discovered, to say. And uh, I think that Twitter has definitely helped out a lot. But writing your, writing your emotions and your feelings 
it's gotten me in trouble because, you know, I've said things that probably club. a lot of people don't agree with. I know. It's like you guys know what I'm talking about here. Uh, but I've said a lot of things that I, I've called out people in ways that they're not comfortable with. And it's going to be part of the territory. But uh, it gets people thinking. So whatever you do, just be passionate about it. Because if you're not, if you're just doing it, you know, like you would a, a nine to five day job, it's going to show. Um, if you're not passionate, then you shouldn't even try. All right, got one uh, final thing. What's some advice you would give to some other young females, whether in Kansas City or throughout the country, who want to get into sports media? I, I don't want to sound like Jimmy V, but uh, don't give up because, you know, a lot of the times you'll find that people um, might not have a need for you right away, but there's been sponsorships, there's been advertising, there's been sales uh, agreements where I've tried a first couple times, and for every no, um, I got, it just kind of like fueled me a little bit more to work a little bit harder. And, you know, there's been times where you have to say no to other people because it's going to get out of control. Um, but you have to really take time for yourself and remind yourself why you do these things, you know, whether that means um, after, you know, the big 12 tournament for us here in Kansas City is always huge, but it's one of the most hectic events out there. You just have to take time to recharge and refocus, whether that means, you know, going to a baseball game by yourself and hanging out and being like, okay, this is what I love about what I do. It's about the sport. It's about watching the people come together and just love something as a whole. Because there's so many things in life that divide us all. We might as well get, get together and all cheer for the same team, whether it's, you know, exciting cheering or depressed cheering. It depends on, you know, what sport you're <laughs> talking crying. about. Yeah, the crying. The, the, I, I feel like we resonate, you know, Jacksonville fans and Chiefs fans for so yes. long. We're so frustrated. <laughs> but you guys, I mean, you guys win the off season every year, so... So we got that going for us, which is nice. (laughs) No, I mean, I love Jaguars fans because they're realistic about things, you know, but really just not giving up on what you want to accomplish. I mean, you're either going to make it one day. It's not going to, it's not going to be overnight. Nothing is. You guys know that too. Uh, But just sticking with the concept and being consistent with it. That's all you can do. All right, Gat. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And certainly we wish you the best of luck with the show. You can find it. Sprots Takes. S-P-R-O-T-S Takes. And uh, Gat, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Have a wonderful evening. And we, our evening is almost done. We will come back, but we are not done yet. We have a Peter Brick chocolate heel to give away, as well as some influential women in the NFL to discuss. That's all coming up next. Stay tuned to Helmets and Heels, built by Dream Finders Homes on 1010XL 92.5 FM.